He's usually so chill this time of day. Well, he'll chill once we start smoking a bunch of blunts. High Mystery. You're hanging out with the High Mystery crew. We're all out camping. You have an extreme interest in finding proof of Bigfoot. Extreme. So you have funded this expedition with the High Mystery crew. <laughs> We're out enjoying the fire, the star-packed night sky, blunts and smokables aplenty. You're already regretting telling me to sing. <laughs> Who I brought mean, this guitar? <laughs> you knew it was going to happen regardless, so you just went with it. Uh out of the haze of weed smoke, it dawns on you. There is something amiss. Ooh. No. Where is Rob? Oh, shit. Where, where He's so quiet I? sometimes. <laughs> no, no, he just slips off into the woods. Hiding in the shadows. Did he see something? Was it Bigfoot? We quickly put the fire out. Safe, you know, safety first, yeah. like Smokey the Bear says. You gotta you douse it with water. Forest fires. Yep. Stir it with a stick. And we're off to search for Rob. Looks like we have another mystery on our hands, gang. Oh, God. Jinkies! <laughs> like, can we get a snack first? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it must be listening to another episode of my mystery <laughs> podcast. I'm <Yay>. missing. <laughs> You're here for this, but yeah, yeah. you are. Uh, <laughs> I'm Tristan. I'm missing. <laughs> I'm Rob. And I'm Colin. And we are the High Mystery Podcast crew. This is the podcast where we, and assumingly you, get high, and then we talk about these here mysteries. What does a Fred and a Daphne uh, impersonation sound like? Uh, Daphne's like, I want to go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Fred's like, uh, hey gang, maybe yeah. it's a good time to split up. Exactly. He's, yeah. he's yeah. Archie. He's Archie. Yeah. Hey, gang, I'm trying to get some alone time with Daphne here. So, how about you? Yeah. We did the impression. Uh, Happy New Year. Yeah, we're back. Welcome back to another year of getting high and talking about mysteries. Season three. So in our third year of doing this. We would be canceled in the UK by now. You think? Oh, yeah. They only let you get two seasons. Oh, yeah. We wouldn't be doing 50 episodes a season <laughs> either. Six episodes, we're done. I feel like radio is a bigger deal over there for them, too. Oh, they love radio. See, like, we would already have a scripted show with two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a whole that's different the main, thing. That's how uh, Ricky Gervais got his start. Yep. But yeah. you know what? We say throw the script out. <laughs> you don't need a script. You we're can. going scriptless. Get high and talk with your friends. <laughs> that script was for my audition. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're gonna get into it and yeah, smoke some this weed. This is how we do. Season yep. three, still smoking weed. I have today this super glue hybrid at eighteen point six seven percent, and it's in this little selfies uh, crafted by Hashish. 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 <laughs> There's like a lot of S's in there. I've got my uh, high hemp wraps. I was smoking on the banana goo recently. That sounds good. They're uh, solid. It's a, you know, it's not a real strong banana-y flavor, so it's good. Okay, uh, you would think it would be more because a gooey banana usually is like overly flavorful. That is true. But, <laughs> I mean, you, you definitely taste it when you're wrapping it, but I don't think you really notice it so much when you're smoking it. Okay. But Rob's been, and maybe he's going to talk about it here in a second. Oh, I mean, Mayhaps. he's Mayhaps. got the Hubba Bubba's recently, Hubba Bubba. and I feel like I can really tell the Hubba Bubba. When you I can first... certainly tell when you're packing the blunt. You yeah, know, you taste it. it. Yeah, you lick it. You I feel like it. when I take those first few hits too, though, because I'm smoking Pineapple Paradise all day, and so when I get to yours, I'm like, whoa. That's something fruity. different. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I do have pineapple or pineapple paradise mm -hmm. today. Okay. Inside, I've got Ames Horticulture pancakes at twenty-seven point eight nine percent THC. Humboldt Farms punch breath at twenty-two point two percent THC. Cypress Cannabis Sour Kosher at 24.84% THC, and Merry Mint Zookies at 25% THC. Zookies. Mm. Zookies. 
Uh, I, too, have a high hemp, uh, the Hubba Bubba high hemp wrap, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, which tastes like Bazooka Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Is Hubba Bubba a flavor or was it the company? Like, was it a brand of bubble gum? I think it's a brand. Do you think they had to license? Like, call up Hubba Bubba and be like, yo, you chill with us using that? I doubt it because I know whoever named their string the Avengers didn't pay Marvel anything. <laughs> yeah, that's different though. That's like a week. They're like actively selling this as a product and packaging. I guess that's like, true. And I don't know. They got the like character right? on there. That's what it might be. Is Hubba Bubba down with weed? I don't know if it is their character though. I don't know if it's if just you know about Hubba Bubba, you let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they don't have any licensing to the flavor, you know? <laughs> like it's just Hubba Bubba flavor. Well sure. then you would just think they would call it like bubblegum bubble flavor. Yeah, but Hubba Bubba's more fun. I mean it's yeah. also a very recognizable yeah. name. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, they could very easily have called it Bazooka Joe. Today flavor. we announce a beautiful partnership between Bubblegum and Blunt Wraps. Yes. <laughs> we saw a lot of crossover on that Venn diagram. <laughs> I mean, when is Hubba Bubba going to come out with the gum that has active THC and CBD in it? You know, I chew on the gum and... I've been around a ton of edibles. I haven't seen too many Bubblegums. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever uh, chewed a THC bubble gum. Well, we're going to start making it. And <laughs> it just has win. to have active THC. But I, right. I don't know I if that's something you'd want to keep in your mouth for a while. If it's made with distillate and there's no flavor to it, then it wouldn't matter. Okay, yeah. well, there you go. So That or if it's just coated on the outside and once you're sure. done with that, you're just getting to the... Basically a chocolate-covered bubble gum. <laughs> Again, these are all my ideas. Don't take them. These are proprietary. Uh, <laughs> high mystery. We, high mystery. You can take them, do all the work, and kick us the money. But. Yeah, we are a very litigious uh, group. We Just will go soon. on to the Patreon <laughs> and say that you stole one of our ideas. And, and then just pay out there. On this day, the year our Lord. So uh, in that hubba bubba, I've got this Tahoe OG um, because I will always get a North California uh, strain. It's over. got that NorCal pride, folks. Yep. <laughs> we went. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I to lived Tahoe. there for a little while. You um, lived in Tahoe? Oh, no, not Tahoe. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, my friends did. I definitely visited a lot. But at any rate, it's got 31.2%. <laughs> percent uh thc That's a nice little dose it's it was the i, I got this at um noho caregivers or okay. whatever uh and that was the top of their shelf so i was like mm -hmm. there you go they include their taxes over yeah. there so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go check them out the next time i go a lot of selection uh, i will definitely be going there when i run out of weed yeah so i do want to quickly mention that patreon patreon because we got a shout out our Best friend, is that how he went under? Yeah, that's how the this person he's labeled as best friend. They're and he labeled. quite literally is right now at this point in my life. He Thank is. you. Yeah. <laughs> so it just said your best friend. I think it just said best friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we have no idea. We had no idea. Yeah, just best friend. So okay. I don't know. Could Thank be man, you, could be woman. Best yeah. friend. Very generous them. donation to our Patreon is much appreciated. We're gonna use that to uh, make the show even more cool and awesome and bring you guys even more cool stuff. So sure. Yeah, if you subscribe to our Patreon, uh, we understand that marijuana might not be legal where you are or you don't <laughs> want people to know that you smoke it or something. If you want to donate to our Patreon, we will shout you out, but go under a code name like this gentleman did. Yeah. Or lady. Or, or lady. lady. Yeah. <laughs> this wonderful being of life. This man, woman, beast... This Who knows? Lizard person, Anunnaki, yeah. <laughs> whoever they are. Bigfoot, thank you. A big uh, high mystery hug. Muchas yeah. gracias, Chupacabra. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shall we touch tips? Let us. Muchas gracias, Chupacabra is the number, the 11 o'clock number in uh, Cryptid the Musical. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway. We're about to light our blunts. If you've got something at home to smoke alongside us, perhaps you've got an old edible to dust off. If you can get high with us, we'd love for you to do that. Tasty Tahoe. If you've made your own edible and you got a nice recipe that you like, share it. Yeah, give us that comment on uh, Instagram or whatever, Facebook. Yeah, whenever Tristan uh, peers into his hole, 
I'm sure we will be reading comments again. Well, I hope you brought your glasses, Rob. Oh my goodness! Oh, shit. <laughs> well, I'm lost in the forest. I don't. I, I lost my glasses. That's how I got lost. Is this a podcast on the edge of forever? <laughs> uh, possibly the edge of forever of Tristan's hole because this is another episode of Tristan's hole. Oh my okay. god! Snap! Starting the year off <laughs> strong. Hole <laughs> is strong. I have a real quick one. I'm noticing a little nugget of a mystery recap in Tristan's soul. Okay. In Aladdin, there's apparently a theory that the genie's previous master was an Anunnaki. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Right? I like that. When he first meets Aladdin, he says, The last guy was a whole lot taller than you. Oh. <laughs> so either just a giant. Or, I mean, that giants are assumed to be offspring of Anunnaki, like exactly. three-quarter hybrids or whatever. And then there's also a statue in the vault where they get the lamp that's very Anunnaki-like. I gotta rewatch that. That's you gotta awesome. rewatch. Anyway, that's a real quick one that mm-hmm. doesn't deserve its own episode. <laughs> yeah. Just on the rim of Tristan's Hall. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you well, should have a doctor look at that. They're fine. Okay. They're, you know, sometimes they're a little inflamed, but most of the time it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, before we get deep into the truth of the whole mystery, I do want to touch on a couple things. Okay. First off, okay, we did not do a mystery on this, but I believe Rob mentioned it. I'm a mentioner. Or maybe I dreamed it. Either Dreaming way, me mentioning things. I'm gonna talk about it. <laughs> is, is the mentioner a part of the Bungler family? <laughs> I'm the mentioner. <laughs> I mention things. I told you before that about right. me. Remember, I, I mentioned it <laughs> <laughs> in passing. I'm also the passer. Sure, I didn't make a big thing about it. But <laughs> I, I did touch on it. The mentioner never shuts up. It's yeah. <laughs> like, yes, you mentioned it. God damn. He has to mention everything to cover his bases. Did I mention that already? <laughs> of course you did mention her. You never shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mentioned the encyclopedia, so I always reference that time that it was in the encyclopedia. Oh, God. <laughs> he doesn't go to sleep. <laughs> or maybe he does go to sleep, but his snoring is breathing in and then mentioning a few things. Did I mention my deviated septum? (laughs) Uh, So, we know the Queen of England is a lizard person. Fact. Sure. That's just just common sense. How she got so old. We salute you. But what is new (laughs) to me or has been like really confirmed to me is something that Rob knew. Oh. Or Dream Rob knew. Oh. Either way. I like Dream Rob. Yeah. Uh, so you can let me know if this is something you did indeed mention okay as the mentioner (laughs) that she and her bloodline are not the rightful rulers of England and she is being dethroned and the rightful bloodline lineage is going to take back over and use undeniable proof of the bloodline lineage oh my I mean that'd be pretty crazy uh I mean Harry. Okay. Harry. <laughs> no, I did not mention this. Dang, this was something that the mentioner didn't mention. Dream <laughs> Rob mentioned it. Dream Rob's such a cool guy. Yeah, hey, oh, he all mentions all this stuff. stuff. Rob. Why are you so quiet over there? <laughs> I'm lost in the forest. Dream Rob goes to raves and he has an iguana that like mostly lives on his shoulder. It's not like a small one, it's like a six-foot iguana. Like, like if you get too close, he kind of whips you with the fan. Yeah, you can't mess with this iguana. It's yeah. like a guard iguana. Yeah. <laughs> my first grade teacher had a pet iguana and yeah it would whip the shit out of you with that their, tail yes so like, their tails are intense it was for sure kind of <laughs> <laughs> my friend back home uh y'all met him y'all know him y'all know him uh he had a iguana growing up and we used to put it in the bathtub but it would oh, swim, swim? That's swim cool. like godzilla i had one for about a week or so as a kid my dad oh on a whim Got us an iguana, and we didn't know how to take care of it, and it died real Aww. fast. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, story. an iguana. We're all hanging out with it for like three days. Or <laughs> did the iguana body switch with Rob and then killed Rob as the iguana? Uh, now we're just talking to iguana Rob. Yeah, no, that's that's the dream Rob. He's the cool <laughs> one. <laughs> 
that's why we see the iguana with him. It's like all just yeah, yeah. He's the mirror person in us. Anyways, I could have sworn <laughs> you said something like we were talking about something, and you were like, "Did you hear that? Like the queen is gonna be like deep." dethroned or something like that i mean and at I this like, point she wields the of. power it doesn't matter if her dna matches or whatnot it could totally be an imposter and it doesn't matter if they prove it that that she is an alien no, or an does, imposter because she's the one with the does, crown it does it does because matter. that's how they go by so <laughs> they're, they're not going to be like oh you're not supposed to be here but we're gonna no like england is all about that old school bloodline right and, yeah whatnot that's the only reason why they have kings and queens still. Otherwise, they would be electing people. So the idea is that Elizabeth's dad, who took the throne, took the throne, doesn't have any actual claim. Right. So what's the family? Do we know? Do are mean? these actual like people who are supposed to? Yeah. So the new king of England is Joseph Gregory Howlett. Oh. He's the second in line, or no, he is. Oh, the he's the, the rightful king, oh. who apparently is, they're in the process of switching over right now. So apparently the the crest was taken <laughs> off of the palace, the windows have been boarded up, and they, the, the media narrative is that they're doing like some renovations or something. Uh. So Buckingham Palace? Yeah, and the queen is unseen or unheard of, and they say that's, you know, COVID, that she does, she's not going to do public appearances, whatever, but she's also not doing any video appearances you, or well, anything. Are you sure about that? Because I think I recently saw Queen Elizabeth's, uh, like, Christmas video or New Year's video or something like that. Look, Rob, they, got, they did a contest to replace Paul McCartney. It's right? easy as pie. But sure. Ahead, sure, 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 sure. This is just for the sake of the theory. Yeah, so obviously, uh, you know, if you Google this, you won't find much. Wait, but wait. <laughs> wait what, who's the rightful king? Joseph Gregory Howlett. What's he do? Like, this is Joseph, or something? Joseph Gregory Howlett's uh, dot coms no, theory if, or something? If, yeah. <laughs> Just on his personal Facebook yeah, page. I deserve to be king. <laughs> hey, if I've learned anything about occults, it's like if you convince enough people that sure. you deserve to be there... <laughs> you know. I was basically an election. Yeah. <laughs> you convince enough people you deserve to be there, you know? But also, I'm just saying, like, cults are like, yeah, I convinced these hundred people that I'm sure. God. So, definitely. Like, I am God to them. So, I mean, what happened in the, uh, in the line of royalty? Basically, someone's brother who looked similar jumped in while someone was out of town. Oh, so like Man in the Iron Mask type of thing? Similar, yeah. Or it's like, yeah, yeah the, the real guy, we locked his ass up or killed him. We've never done we that an imposter. one. Yeah. Who was the Man in the Iron Mask? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, it was Leo the whole time. You guys just <laughs> shut your fucking You mouth. see at the end of it when they roll the cast. Yeah. Yeah. Real, real good at playing two people. <laughs> Look, guys, obviously Leonardo DiCaprio is the actor of our generation. Obviously. I mean, dude got killed. Mold by a fake bear. Yeah, he <laughs> got an Oscar an for that. for it. Yeah. <laughs> Slept inside that sucker. And uh, he has the second most fucks of any actor. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. He lost Fuck out. yeah. Lost out to Jonah Hill. Yeah, Jonah Hill beat him in fucks. Fucking yeah? Yeah. Jonah fucking hell. Anyway, fuck all that. What the yeah. fuck are we <laughs> We're going to win the fucks for podcasts. Yeah, yeah we're going to take it. <laughs> This is not an all-ages <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to find information out about that guy, use an alternative search engine, and you'll find more information. Mm. Uh, a good one that I've learned about recently that I, I'm i going to be using is, uh, I want to say it's DuckDuckGo.com. <laughs> <laughs> This is your Google alternative. Yeah, this is yes. the Google? This okay. is the Google alternative. <laughs> DuckDuckGo.com. And apparently, you know, Google... Look, if you don't know that Google chooses what you do and don't see, like, you're living a lie, and I'm sorry. Because <laughs> that... Like, even if you're pro-Google, you know that that's happening. Well, and you might just not be aware. You might just be ignorant of the fact. Every website does this to you. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, whether it's Amazon, whether it's Google, whether as soon as they're major yeah. corporations, they have a narrative that they want to push. Yeah, and they will do it. News outlets. That's all. That's watch Anchorman too. For uh, <laughs> you'll learn yes. a lot about the news. <laughs> you'll be very informed after watching Anchorman. I thought so. I was like, oh yeah, this is brilliant. They taught me something, man. <laughs> they reinforced things that I had already. Sure. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyways. <laughs> DuckDuckGo.com. Duck, Proud sponsor. Yeah, I'll sponsor that. <laughs> uh, so that's that. Okay. Second thing, real quick. I guess these aren't real quick. We talked about that for a second. <laughs> so for good. a hot minute. Yeah. It's our fault that they're not real quick. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein is alive. Oh. What? And his body was switched with someone else to fake his death. That yeah, I feel like that's a, that's a possibility. So one of our followers, uh, okay, don't judge him by his name here. That Flat Earth Charlie. No, I don't. I did two episodes on Flat Earth. <laughs> okay, power to you. I'm just saying, you know, some people that could be a trigger word to some people <laughs> these days. As soon as they hear Flat Earth, they like yeah. shut down. Uh, so he showed some pictures where you can tell that it's not him by doing ear and nose comparisons. Okay, I do know something about here in those comparisons. Uh, so his post also goes on to reference a source that says that they took him into me in a medical wheelchair, front cuffed, but not a single triage nurse says that they spoke to him. And then apparently there was a trip fan, even though they don't do weekend releases unless a judge orders it, which apparently there was no order for that to happen. Um, and then they put him in the single man cell, which is not protocol. And that's like where he like supposedly hangs himself. Is there um, supposed to be like holding or something in between? Well, I think he's not supposed to be in a cell by himself, first of all. And I think. Um, well, yeah, he got to be on like some type of suicide watch at that point. He, wasn't he on suicide he watch? He was, but they, like. They had, like get the, uh, the guy come every 10 they didn't come, and so they're under, yeah. like, investigation or whatever right now. Sure. Um, and then there, another shady thing was, according to the tower who let the van in through the gate, um, the van did not have to sign in, and they did not record the plate number. Uh, and they said there was also a guy in green dress military outfit in the back. Oh, so they know that all this stuff was there? Yeah. This extra van with guy X? Yeah. Conveniently not signed in? <laughs> Uh, the biggest thing to me was, yeah, the ear and nose. Obviously, it's like a super tight picture. So it's like, whose right. ear and nose am I looking at? Yes, they <laughs> look different. I can tell that one of them is supposedly Jeffrey Epstein because it's like a slightly pulled back version. But then the comparison ones are just like such tight, you know, because they want to point out the details of like the inner ear shape and stuff like sure. that. But it's like, okay, I'm seeing two ears. And two noses that do not look similar. It's kind of like when you're looking at a sonogram. Not only yeah, no, at that's it, the baby. Are you, you know, sure? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure, I see a cabin in a lake. <laughs> I see depression. <laughs> uh, so that is the proof. Okay. Quotes. Of Jeffrey being alive. His, his switcheroo. Switch. Yeah. Do, Swiss watch. Do you think that it's like, uh, what was that movie, The Island, where they, the rich people just have clones of themselves? Mm, that, uh, yeah, that. Uh, and they just brought him in. Yeah, they're like, well, this is why I got the clone. Yeah. Just uh, find, you know, shroud his head, Wasn't bring him the in the back. <laughs> I don't think it, isn't was the, it island? the island with You're um, of Leonardo DiCaprio, right? No, I'm thinking of uh, it's the dude and the blonde chick. Yeah, it's Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, and, and he plays yeah the yeah yeah the no. real version of himself. And it's not the island. I think it is. Okay. Maybe it is. Maybe they're both called the Island. I think so. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can't really own that title. It's yeah. a very, it's a very easy one. Uh, but yeah, that was that was definitely, you know, I feel like a lot of art highlights some things that are supposedly hidden or secret in our world. So the fact that there you see a lot of like art imitating life or life imitating art is like 
Yeah. We see that a lot. And so we shouldn't be surprised when all of a sudden, like, it's like, oh, we've seen this a bunch. And now you shouldn't be, I guess, that surprised that, that it's actually happening. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it is the island, by the way. Do we want to play a quick round? Yeah, of... I like that movie. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. What's it got on Rotten Tomatoes? I would say a 38. <laughs> no, it's more than that. What, how, much, how much more do you think it is, Tristan? Yeah. <laughs> I'll go uh, 62. Oh, really? I feel like it's like 61 or 63. Who else, who else is in it? It's um, maybe Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, Jesus. I saw is this movie jo? for yeah, free. Yeah, Scar Jo's in it. You can't, yeah. not hit, you can't hate on a Scar Jo movie. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> well, let's see Impossible. what we got here. 40%. Damn. So close. Wow. So Tristan close. and I were way above it. Yeah. Wow. 40%. Well, what? It all depends on your taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's wrong. That's <laughs> yeah, I think it's better than 40% too. I enjoy that movie. It's pretty cool. It's like a whole concept that I've never really seen before. Yeah, I I think that um it, the 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 concept is flawed. Like the harvesting clones and stuff you're the it would so much it would be so much easier to not like raise them smart for once. If you, they addressed that in the film. If you didn't stimulate them enough, they didn't survive. Yeah. yeah just, Sorry, it's airtight, bud. I'm just saying you <laughs> harvest them film. for their, their <laughs> organs, though. You put those things on ice. You know, kill them, take the organs, put them on ice. That's got to be a but lot they have easier. to be healthy working organs, you know, that have pumped yeah. blood while they're running or jumping. or. Sure, yeah, but you don't kill them as a kid. No, it's not. Well, it doesn't work like that because I need a, an adult. Exactly. Bone. And you're giving me a kid bone or a kid <laughs> bone? No. But also, like, if you just kill them and put it on ice, you only organs only exist for, like, 48 hours. They're only good outside of the body for a very short amount of time. Mm. If I was going to come up with any alternative to this, <laughs> I would say why not just grow the part when you need it? You know, like, oh, yeah. we need a heart. We'll just grow a heart with... Stem cells and takes a long period of time. It doesn't happen overnight. Well, I think I'm assuming it's... by the time you can clone bodies, like you should be, you know, let's put equal effort into cloning bodies <laughs> as we're putting into well, building organs quickly. Don't worry, there's no organ farm currently <laughs> that you know of. <laughs> that I know of. Yeah, I guess it could be some somewhere. What if but, we uh, all? This whole Earth is an organ farm, and alien abductions are just us being pulled to facilitate the need of body parts. I mean, that's, that's a solid theory. Uh, I mean, it's that one, for all of us? Yeah, the then whole there'd be like or just, just the rich, you know. Okay, so there are a few rich clone bodies, and they're living no, as hillbillies. We are all clones of something living out in <laughs> outer space. Like, maybe there's, an, there's a community of people living on an asteroid. I don't know. And the Earth is just a harvesting pot for body parts. We're all okay. Yeah. So no, no one in particular. It's not like that's my guy walking around. Yeah. Like in the exactly. island. Yeah. All right. I mean, or even less so. Just that there's rich people who have enough technology to abduct people that they True. know. True. Snap them up and right. Yoink! Yeah. Take that liver. Like yep. yeah. Why yeah. not? I mean, I had to. I got my blood taken at the hospital. You know. You're on their list, Colin. Yeah. Um, You're ready for it, abduction. It happens. That's how they find out your cholesterol and all that stuff. Mm. I mean, I had hernia surgery where they took massive amounts of my blood. Yeah. Like vials full of my blood. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, we're fucked, in the I'm fucked just as much as you are. Yeah, if somebody wants our organs, we're in the If system. someone wants to clone us, they have access to our blood. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, my, my blood is in the military file, so... You know, oh, God. Yeah, that's everywhere. Yeah, you can just, Scotland Yard's got my blood. <laughs> you can basically guarantee that you're already been cloned and yeah you this might is be... dream robbed hey, there we go it's, it's dream robbed whispering yes. in your ear the he's queen the... is going to be dethroned scamper yeah. scamper scamper he's a secret <laughs> operative or something like that special ops secret <laughs> military he's breaking into my apartment at night whispering these things into my ear and then subliminally and then he's out and then his iguana yeah. down his back 
<laughs> it's backlogged. <laughs> so, uh, real quick, while we're talking about pedophiles, Whoa, <laughs> were we? Oh, yeah, yeah Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, That's right. Apparently, on the conspiracy networks, the Pope was arrested for a bunch of accounts of pedophile pedophilia. The current, oh, current yes, Pope, Francis. No. Uh, Frankie, no. Uh, so I just I, don't want to believe this. For I'm me. just, yeah, <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there because who's to say? Like, this yeah. is the rumorings that I've heard. Eventually, if it's true, it'll come to light. If not, you know, this was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course. It just seems so, like, typical that somebody would accuse. Well, I'm also not surprised because all the higher ups of that religion are janky pedophilias. And so to, <laughs> to find out that the head of all of them is also a janky pedophilia is not surprising. The head of the UN children's thing was a pedophile. Like all these people who you are like, oh, there are four kids and justice and, uh, and then yeah. they're not. And you're, it's just disgusting and horrific. And is, it's so sad. Is there yes. any basis to this one? Or are we just slinging things at the Pope? Or just that religion in general. <laughs> well, hey, hey, hey. Uh, you know, history. If oh, we're no, going to no, learn don't, anything don't, from history, it's that the church is not uh, super great. No, at, for sure. At yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, it's a joke for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just tossing that in there. <laughs> just, it's just, just, just putting it in the room. There's, there's nothing like it didn't like have a website or like didn't have there was like information. accusations Look, or anything. There was something about the Vatican going through a blackout, which uh, may have, have something to do with like his arrest and like, oh. uh, you know, so like as more information comes to light, we'll see if this was like, yeah. You know, murmurings from the internet being the internet or what, you know. Look, we're a mystery and conspiracy theory podcast. Yeah. yeah At the yeah, heart yeah. of this. I am on the channels. I am on DuckDuckGo. You know, yes. DuckDuckGo.com. I'm here to bring to light <laughs> the words. <laughs> from DuckDuckGo to your ears, everybody. Oh, P.S. I'm coming with you with... The Swiss mystery that I thought I had. I found the information. Oh, did Swiss tell the time? They invented the standard time. So I will... Mystery coming at you later. Oh, I'm not going to put that in this one. That one's coming oh, at you no. later. The hole is much, much too small. Dude, the that. hole is so vast. <laughs> I may get to one of these things that I had originally <laughs> uh, You know, there's always... An excuse to visit Tristan's hole. Yeah. No, I, I enjoy the stops along the way. <laughs> right? It's not, we're not jumping in the deep end, right? No, we kind of no, like no. tiptoe our way in. It, it, it's like, you know, when a, when like a show like Friends or something does a recap episode or something where it's just montages of like the best and funniest moments. This is very much like that where we get to revisit all these ones that we haven't like talked about in so long. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice trip down memory lane for me, at least. I Memories. Mean, I would argue that it's all new information, though. No, no, yeah. It's... Whereas Friends is like, remember that time we did that thing? And be like, <laughs> say the exact same. Here's that yeah, thing yeah. we just said yeah. we were doing. And then more. No, yeah. That. Yeah, no, no, this is better. Well, <laughs> We did talk about parodying that, where we were pretending to do that, and then we would each bring in a new mystery. Remember, like, remember when we did that as well? <laughs> <laughs> so that, hey, things to look out for, listeners. Sure, sure. All the things that are working in our brains as we're getting <laughs> uh, So now to the main attraction uh, in the my main hole. event. Yes, the biggest thing <laughs> in there right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have had some requests. By the way, this is why I love the Instagram, Facebook engagement. You talk about it. You like it. We're into it. We're down to revisit things, especially if you want more. Yeah. We're here to give it to you. So we had some requests to do some more on the missing 411. We have done a full episode on the missing 411, uh, which you can find in, I want to say, season one. Yeah, early, early season one. Mm -hmm. So if you want to take a journey into hearing what the hell we were talking about in season one, I'm sure it's it's fun. Basically, the theory 
behind the fact that there's a bunch of people who have been going missing in the national parks. Yeah. And that there is something unifying behind that. Yeah. So that episode we did was more about talking about it and what it is and how, you know, it got its point of fame that it is now. Yeah. Some people think it's UFOs. Some people think that they've been marrying Bigfoot and have to become secret clan mm-hmm. Bigfoot people things. Sure. A lot of the similarities of the stories include like the clothes being folded or bodies being found miles from camp and impossible places to get to. Mm-hmm. And, and like Colin said, people attribute the disappearance to Bigfoot, aliens, interdimensional wormholes, uh, cannibals, uh, or, you know, the more mundane bears, mountain lions, or getting lost, hypothermia, making you crazy type of stuff. I always neatly fold my clothes and take them off when I have mountain lions after me. Well, yeah, because you got to do the Anunnaki wrestling. you got to get butt oh, naked, butt and you got to be like, I'm going to wrestle you right now. Mm-hmm. Which is also Greco-Roman wrestling, so, you know, you got two cultures going for you. So you know there's something to it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so today we're going to talk about more specific cases on this edition of Tristan's Hold. Oh, okay. What happened with the missing 411? So at s.story.by.cat and at a jule, a jule, this is for you guys. They were the ones who requested more on the 411. Okay, got it. Uh, the first one I bring you is the disappearance and reappearance of Stephen Kubaki. Kubaki? Oh, Kubaki? No, wait, no. Did I do that one? You might have, because this is in the Michigan Triangle. Okay, it's part of the Michigan Triangle. I did that one. Uh Uh, So Stephen Kubaki was a student at Hope College, which is a small private Christian university near the southeastern shore of Lake Michigan, when he vanished in February 1978. From the college? Uh, He'd gone off for a solo cross-country ski trip, Hmm. meant to be gone only a day, maybe two, but did not return. That's a really short cross-country ski trip, huh? I guess it's not like crossing the country. Right. It's just a little bit of cross-country skiing. (laughs) Skiing to California. It's not a ski trip that is going across country. It's a cross-country skiing trip. Trip, yes. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is why punctuation is so important. Just a day or two, and he was supposed to be back, and he never came back. Yeah. Who goes by themselves, though? Badass is like the guy who had to cut his hand off in 127 hours. Yeah, yeah that's right. Maybe he wouldn't have had to do that. Yeah, well, or maybe two people would have been stuck down there. Two <laughs> arms would have had to be cut maybe, off. Well, maybe. You know, that's how uh, you get you cut me, I'll cut you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. I feel like I would be better than cutting my own arm. I'd be like, okay. Or maybe, I don't know. Maybe I would want to handle my own. I don't know. Tough call. No. Oh, oh no, I don't even... The movie's cringy. I never yeah. saw it. Oh. For obvious reasons. Woo! It's cringy. Yeah. Um, you know, I enjoyed watching it. Anyways, he <laughs> left a 200-yard trail of footprints in the snow leading past the edge of the lake. Uh, the one-way path ended abruptly, leading investigators to conclude, in the absence of any other clues, that Kubaki drowned somewhere under a thick layer of unbroken ice. But it led away from the lake? His trail? Like, it's it stops dead somewhere, right? Yeah, I guess leading past the edge of the lake. So, so like, maybe the edge into, the water. into it. I don't know. It was, um, it was unclear. Yeah, it might have been all frozen over, and, you know, eventually drowned in the lake uh he was first reported missing i guess depends on who's telling you the story whatever that means Mm -hmm. uh going with the local news report from february 21st 1978 snowmobilers in uh saga truck saga tuck saga They spotted cross-country skis abandoned with a backpack and contacted authorities who immediately launched an air and land search. The investigators knew right away who they were looking for. 
I mean, you don't need to necessarily be immediate. <laughs> you don't need to rush to it. He's it's been what several years after the fact. No. No. Okay. No, it's just a couple of days later, right? Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'm not clear. Yeah, on. they're both in '78. It doesn't say exactly oh, okay. the day, but on it says the day of the report. So. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was '72. So, 78, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, Kubaki. Kubaki. Was 23 at the time. Yeah. I think he was going to be a German or, like, a history major or something. Maybe. Set to graduate in spring. Uh, the year before he vanished, uh, he co-wrote an op-ed for the campus newspaper about the inadequate collection of books in the university library. Oh, man. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Complex guy. Yeah, well, what you going to do about it, library? Cross-country skier, diligent library. <laughs> he's uh, a, he's yeah. a character. Yeah. He loves his books. The main thing I'm unclear about is, are there 200 steps leading up to the water's edge, or are there 200 <laughs> steps leading away that just, like, stop suddenly? Well, I think it's like, yeah, onto the ice of the lake, and then they stop. Well, then that makes sense. Yeah. The theory is that he just simply, you know, on the lake. Yeah. But if it was leading away from the lake, then it would be, like, crazy. Yeah. But I guess that's probably not. Well, that's why they kind of jumped to this conclusion, but things will get more interesting. Oh, no body found in the lake. Uh, so, yeah, he argued to the school that they should install an electric security system to safeguard against theft. Apparently a lot of book theft happening. I mean, it's a library. You take the book and then you just don't but no return one returns it. it so yeah. that's theft. Yeah, yeah, no matter, you could put fucking barbed wire electric fences with guards <laughs> outside the door. First, go take the book and just not return it. As what happens in a well, library. you have to check it out. So they have you on record. Sure. Down, if you don't check it out. Oh, yeah, you're just taking You the just door. run out the door. Yeah. Uh, well, and then what, I mean, what's the penalty for not returning a book? Probably like, fined or something. Yeah, or, you just, yeah. And what if you don't pay that fine? They chastise you. They bring you into the library, strip you down, <laughs> bring out their biggest ruler, and just start going at it on your little behind. I mean, they, as long as it's in the system that you still owe the library money, you can't, like, register for classes and stuff like that. Oh, I guess at this college campus, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So unless you're planning on dropping out. Yeah. yeah. What you could do, that, just go steal, rent all the books, and then just never come back. If it's just a normal <laughs> library, then you just can't go rent more books. Blacklisted. Yeah. Until you pay that fine or whatever. Yeah, and that's not that ain't something special. And usually they won't like they'll stop at the cost of the book. Yeah. So it's not just like forever. You just check out a dozen books and then you resell those on eBay. <laughs> just I you mean, know, it's a business opportunity that anyone work that can hustle. Run with. Work that yeah. hustle. Right? <laughs> Everybody's got a hustle in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this guy Bob Namar, he is a Hope graduate of 1978. He did not know Kubaki, no. but had heard about him. So, you know, this is a reliable... Oh, yeah. Uh, I've heard about him, too. Did I mention that? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think you did. At the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you must know the twist that's coming. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. Do the mission. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so this is you. Yes, uh, he was really a Bigfoot. Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, so this guy, who doesn't know him, but has heard about him after the disappearance, to the, his knowledge of Gubaki was described as brilliant and a little oh. more free-spirited than the average student because oh. uh, it was a conservative school, uh, which explained why he lived off campus. Oh, so he could run naked across the ground. Yeah, and Nam this Namar guy was like, He's a big Dungeons and Dragons guy. It's oh. like, what, what is it? What are you trying to say with that? Back bro? in the day, that was like Devil Association. Like oh, in yeah? the 60s and 70s. Yeah, absolutely. There was like magic. That was his free spirit. He's a free spirit guy, Dungeons and Dragons kind of guy. <laughs> there was like a weird, like, rebellion, devilry kind of thing tied to that early on. 
I mean, this is pretty early in the Dungeons and Dragons creation. Exactly. This would have been like year one, right? Didn't it come out in 78? I'm not sure. Um, Anywho. At any rate. Anywho. Kubaki was also known to be an enthusiastic outdoorsman who had previously climbed mountains while studying abroad in Europe. He'd been cross-country skiing in the same area, boarding Lake Michigan before, mm-hmm. and the trip that weekend wasn't particularly unusual, but the rest of the story is. So, <laughs> uh, the cross-country skiing trip was yes. not unusual. Yeah, and so like yeah, him yeah. falling into like shallow ice or breaking through thin ice or whatever seems unusual because he is an avid like you as an outdoors person you have a better sense of like testing the ice what you can walk on what you can't like this isn't his like oh i've rented a pair of skis and i'm gonna go for a little cross country sure but i think even the most experienced can be surprised i guess too you know, like, if you live up in those conditions, it just happens sometimes, no matter how much you know the land and know the ice and whatnot. And when True. when they say that he walked 200 yards, was he cross-country walking? Did he uh, have his skis He left his him? skis, and that's the other thing, because oh, they found really? his skis and his uh, bag abandoned, and then okay, there's like footprints. Extra, extra weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody who was going to cross the ice and had skis would never dare leave the skis behind. It's the perfect thing to distribute your weight across a long thing as opposed to one point. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy. Same with quicksand. Yeah, Yeah. makes no sense. Mm. It's crazy. Uh, So on May 5th, 1979, well over a year after he went missing. So far past a year. Yes. I said said (laughs) well over. Well over. 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 So far. Well over a year. So much time has passed. You know what? As long as my statement was correct. <laughs> oh, it's 100% true. I'm agreeing Jesus with you. I'm Jesus. the epic man of this podcast. Time <laughs> <you mentioned>. uh, <laughs> Kubaki woke up. What? In a grassy knoll in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. No way. 700 miles due east from where he had vanished. You can draw a near perfect straight line between them on a map. It was a Sunday. It was a Saturday night. So, and he has no recollection of the time in between or what? Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Or does he have a story of being like beamed up or anything? Well, from there, he was reunited with the rest of his family in South Deerfield. Man, they had, they had totally accepted the fact that he was gone and dead. Drowned in the ice. Yeah. This has been over a year at this point. Like, well wow. over a year. Well over a year. <laughs> so much time. <laughs> so he celebrated crazy. more than one birthday. I mean, they might have had a funeral. Yeah. Wow. I probably would have. Uh, Kubaki had no memory of the previous 14 and a half months. Whoa. Instead, he didn't immediately realize how much time had passed until he bought a newspaper and saw the date. Did did the time passing show on him? Does he have like a 14-month beard or anything crazy? Oh, yeah. Not Was he they, Rip Van Winkle? <laughs> <laughs> not that they like... Noted or yeah. anything? Like, they didn't say, oh, yeah, he showed up like he'd been living in a cave for 14 months. Wow, that's crazy. What, uh, uh, okay, wow. Yeah. I, I didn't cover this guy, did I? No, I just talked about the triangle. Yeah. Because it happened yeah. within the triangle. My wow. goodness. I mean, that's something. So, <laughs> after the newspaper, he found his way to his aunt's house in Great Barrington, which is about 20 miles from Pittsfield. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he was reunited with the rest of his family. I mean, it sounds like to me, this guy just ran away from home. Maybe he had a nervous breakdown. Maybe he forgot, like he was in a fugue state, mm-hmm. you know, living out his life for fourteen months just in playing, a haze, playing D and D for fourteen months straight. <laughs> I mean, maybe he was like trapped in a D and D type of mentality. I mean, sometimes D and D can go a long time like sure, depending yeah. on the campaign you're playing like six hours eight hours that's a <laughs> yeah. normal D campaign there, there are endless campaigns that you play weekend after weekend yeah. so 
I mean, he maybe he found a pair of Bigfoots that love <laughs> D and D, and they just bonded so hard off of D and D. He just spent you know fourteen months eating raw birds in the woods yeah. <laughs> with his Bigfoot brother. I mean, I'm sure it's easy. Like the Bigfoot just chews it up and baby birds it to you. Oh God! <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure Bigfoots are uh, are berry eaters. They just yeah. eat, they're, I mean, they're either vegetarian. way, he's chewing it up and baby birding it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan is certain of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's certain. Certain, sure and certain, certain. Uh, so after he reemerged, Kubaki told reporters that he had found himself wearing clothes he didn't recognize as his oh. own. That makes sense. And had a backpack filled with maps and hitchhiking signs suggesting he had traveled widely. Wow. Sure. Sacramento, San Francisco, oh, Reno, Chicago, west. Utah. Then this... he went east. That could be evidence of his, like, fugue state you were talking about. Or it could yeah. be a bunch of stuff that was gathered on the spaceship from all the victims. Yeah, like, it could have just been a random bag and clothes in the spaceship or in the cave or yeah. wherever a lot of people be going missing from these 411 cases and yeah. somehow escaped. And Yeah, it could be not aliens, but it could just be, like, a time loop dimensional shift. Like he just dropped into a whole nether world kind of thing mm. and popped out the other side eventually. Uh, he also had $40 in cash, <laughs> new glasses, sneakers, and a t-shirt from a marathon in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's very specific. He did say, I feel like I've done a lot of running. Uh, <laughs> he said that in an interview the week he re reappeared. He says his memory right up to his disappearance remains intact. And he said the last thing he remembered was feeling cold and scared of being lost in the frozen darkness. Mm. Hmm. Could be underwater aliens. He fell in the and Gungan. they grabbed him. Yeah. Or like Gungans? Yeah. Yes, like Gungans. <laughs> well, I'm going to go Bigfoot again. They saw him fall into the ice. Yeah. They rescued him. him. They baby birded him. And, yeah, baby birded <laughs> him back to health. And then eventually he, you know, they gave him put like these clothes and stuff that they found or whatever. And he kind of snapped out of it. Yeah. Maybe he found a bunch of super crazy psychedelic mushrooms out there in that forest, took them, <laughs> and then 14 months of just tripping, tripping the fuck out. <laughs> He Living is his actually best life. the reason there has been Bigfoot sightings. He's just running around the forest yeah, naked. Yeah. And <laughs> like, oh, I saw the white flash of something <laughs> running back there. Did he go on to like live a normal life after that? Uh, yes. Wow. Hmm. Uh, the lucky ones. Yeah. He told a reporter that he believed his blackout was caused by exhaustion and exposure and said he would see a medical doctor or physical, but would not be seeing a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. uh, he insisted that he was in a healthy frame of mind when he set off uh, for the ski trip, and still was. Huh. Huh? Well, I mean, if the guy lived a long, healthy life after that, bit, like, because I'm thinking that one lady that I covered, she just kept having him. And, like, she would be gone for, like, two weeks and not know who she was, and somebody would like shake her and be like, do you remember? <laughs> and then she would snap back into it. But then like three or four years later, it would happen again. And she would just be off fuging it about town. Yeah. Weren't we also saying like someone was trying to like be pulled to water at some time? That was that, that lady. Was that yeah, she that. just kept, they, they kept going to the beach to find her. Wow. Uh, he was also quoted saying, my father was going to sign over the house to me. I had three courses at school and no trouble. I left a romance in Germany. There was no trouble with girls. I had a job lined up with the Holland Sentinel newspaper. So no sign of him feeling overworked or overburdened hmm. or feeling the need to get away or escape something or. You just don't make scenes. <laughs> uh, Kubaki did not take the job, but he had been awarded a bachelor's degree in absinthe, in, in a in degree absence. in absentia yeah, in from absentia. Hope College the year before. They feared that, you know, he. Yeah, they, they gave was him. dead the, or whatever. So the, they were just like, yeah, he graduated. He was yeah. close enough. <laughs> 
apparently, even the detective who investigated his disappearance had doubts about the drowning theory. Uh, they sent his okay. dental records to Chicago to see if Kubaki might be among the serial killer John Wayne Gacy's unidentified victims. Uh, that was what he thought had happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. But clearly, that did not happen. Yeah, that did not happen. No, he's just, just some guy roaming about Wisconsin in a marathon, <laughs> tripping balls in California. He like won a marathon and doesn't. Yeah, even right. <laughs> Yeah, he had, like, a whole Forrest Gump's worth of experiences in that 14 mm. months. Yeah. He, like, said about key things in, in motion in our nation. Here at the Comic <laughs> Cold. Yeah. Yeah, he had a Forrest Gump life there for 14 months. He met uh, one of the presidents and was like, you know, you should do stuff like this. <laughs> uh, so he wrote a book called Meta Mathematical Foundations of Existence. Okay. okay. Goldell, Quantum, God, and Beyond. Wow. So very approachable. This yeah, it's very, yeah. it's like a light read. Yeah. Like <laughs> something on the toilet. You something to kick around, yeah. you know, put it next to your... A leaflet. Next yeah. to 101 <laughs> dad jokes. <laughs> uh, for decades, he has refused to speak about his disappearance with the reporters. He has ignored many attempts to reach him. Uh, his ex-wife... Said, has said uh, unequivocally, 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 yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that she would not be speaking about it. Oh, no. His parents, who reportedly spent thousands of dollars on private investigator after he went missing, refused to believe that their son had died ever since, uh, have ever, had passed, have passed away. So, so they yeah, can't they speak all, on the matter. They're all dead. Yeah. It's been 40 dead. years. Oh, I see. Uh, Kubaki's story hasn't received a lot of media attention, not even a Wikipedia page throwing shade at Wikipedia. (laughs) But you can find this on (laughs) DuckDuckGo.com. No, I think I found this on Google. This was was (laughs) pre-DuckDuckGo. But still, I'm sure I could find much better stuff. Oh, yeah. They would actually have uh, his side of the story. Right. (laughs) Damn, I can't imagine waking up and being like, oh my god, I slept for 14 months. And I don't want to talk about it. Uh, but I'm not crazy either. <laughs> I mean, he wrote a book. He must have been down to I talk mean, about it a little bit. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, or maybe it has something to do with his experience and made him, you know, meta-mathematical foundations of existence... Godel, Quantum, God, and Beyond. Like, yeah, I feel like he is. I felt like that's yeah, that that's from experience and shit. Mm-hmm. That's his theory. And if you want to hear about his experience, read the fucking paper. <laughs> I mean, I didn't attempt to find it, but I guess you could and see what. It's <laughs> like. yeah, you could definitely. Find, I, I assume it's. Uh, but what to Colin said, it did not seem like a fun read. No, no, say. No, like no. Rob, get us a copy. Yeah, Amazon it. <laughs> <laughs> that and uh, Satan's Bible or whatever that was. That's like made out of donkey skin. Oh, oh my yeah. god, the one that I covered. Yeah, yeah, that's a lovely thing to put on the bookshelf. Yeah. <laughs> and here I have Satan's Bible of donkey skin. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Things big and heavy. It's like 2000 pounds or something. Yeah, wow. Uh so it does have popularity. Online communities are concerned with the paranormal. They they care about the story. Uh and the, the reason for this is the location of his disappearance, which is close to the southeastern boundary of the so-called Lake Michigan Triangle. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Which, again, we've talked about. It's yes. much uh, smaller than the better-known Bermuda Triangle, mm-hmm. but it's around Lake Michigan. It's there. Mm. And there have been numerous unexplained air disasters, shipwrecks, so vanishings, many. and they all date back centuries. All of them. Oh. Some some newer, <laughs> some newer than others, you know. Even plane crashes. Centuries. Yeah. Centuries. <laughs> uh, there are stories of ghost ships, ghost oh. planes, heavily uh, corroborated UFO sightings. Oh, and, heavily. 
one particular spine-chilling tale about a competitive sailing crew that passed through what sounds like a vortex during <gasps> a practice run on a calm early summer evening. Possibly a mystery for another day. Oh, geez. So I, I missed a, a lot in the that hole. triangle. <laughs> There's a whole lot of stuff yeah. in that triangle. Duck, duck, go, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to the wrong one. Yeah. Stupid Bing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bing is definitely going to die some shit from you. <laughs> uh, after a sudden dramatic fall of fog and wind mm -hmm. filling the mainsail from two opposing directions. Three wooden ships took on a life of their own and performed synchronized 360 degree turns with no one steering. Whoa. I'm sure there's more to that story too. Ghost ships. All about the ghost ships. <laughs> Did a couple. And apparently this happened just a few months after Kubaki vanished and he was still missing. That's hmm. when the 360 ship dance happened. Okay. okay. Well, then that makes sense. They fell into the vortex. Got spat out with uh, some Wisconsin Marathon t-shirts. <laughs> and roadmaps from California and what have you. The wheel of Havaki cheese. <laughs> this is the void. Uh, Kubaki told reporters in 1979 that he was going to try and retrace his steps to piece together where he had been when he was gone. If he did or did not is unknown. <laughs> they had 40 years. Kubaki, get on it. Well, I'm saying he may have, but he may not be talking about it. We, sure. don't, we don't know his life at this point. Like what he'd be doing on his. I feel his like free this time. could easily be uh, basically the hangover, like four or something, the Kubaki story. Yeah, instead of like a baby, it's a it's a alien that impregnates Kubaki. <laughs> I'm just saying the guy's retracing his steps. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying one of those is getting impregnated by an alien, <laughs> and then he has the alien human hybrid baby, and he puts sunglasses on it, just like that. So. <laughs> Hangover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets a face tattoo. <laughs> yes. Loses a tooth. Yeah. All of this is in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike Tyson's there for most of it. Yeah, of course. There's a tiger. There is a tiger. Just, we want to do the exact same thing as the hangover. Yep. <laughs> except it starts with a scene of an alien impregnating a man. I mean, essentially, this would be the hangover, too. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly the same uh, thing as the hangover one. This is the hangover in <laughs> He's space. just on the roof. Yeah, yeah. This is what hangover three should have been. A direct remake of hangover two, but just space. And Doug is still on the spaceship. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We've got a screenplay here. Yep. Our, our intellectual property, no longer the hangovers. <laughs> how it works you just say it's yeah we said it on a podcast <laughs> on this date the year our lord it's forever ingrained yeah. into <laughs> the annals of history yeah <laughs> it's in the lexicon now uh so yeah that's all i have on the kubaki mystery mm -hmm. uh a tantalizing 411 tale where we got all the nice little specifics of his one story it's just one uh example of a 411 case. Yeah. I have many more. So many. So many. I got the strange disappearance of Maurice Doc Dometz. Mmm, um, Dometz. Uh, I got lost Canadian skier ends up in Northern California. <gasps> I love that place. Yeah. You know, so things to look out for in future whole episodes. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, I hope at S Story by Cat and A Julet, I hope you guys enjoyed this 411 uh, recap and deep dig into Kubaki. And we will bring you those other ones at another time. Do you have any other theories about Kubaki? Well, there is always the possibility that he made it all up. Maybe he just didn't want to pay taxes one year or something. Maybe, uh, you know, he just wanted to disappear for a little while, not, you know, yeah, just a 14-month vacation. That's what I think. He's, he wanted to get in all the gay sex he could in 14 months. Mm -hmm. He thought he'd get it out of his system for 14 months. 
And then he came back. <laughs> <laughs> he banged the gay out of himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> banged the gay away. <laughs> did he or did he like really ingrain it in there? Yeah. He's yeah, like, oh, I realize. love this. 14 months has been the best experience of my Maybe life. Maybe I can be me and still have all this gay sex. And then he just went back to life. Yeah. Um, that's why he doesn't like to talk about it much. He's very yeah. under the radar. He's very under the deal. Maybe he just didn't want... You know, like when you start trying stuff for the first time, you're going to be a little inexperienced. So he had to go oh, get all sure. that inexperience as someone who's not himself. So when he came, he didn't like, you know, make a fool out of himself with a t- bad blowjob or something. <laughs> I mean, maybe he just did not study that last semester of college. And he was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Yeah, oh, he's, so he's like, <laughs> I'm just going to run away. And then once they were like, you get a bachelor's degree, he's like, then I'm back. So, <laughs> I mean... Honestly, if you're like a couple points away from graduation, fake your death. They'll just push you right through. Yeah, yeah. And then you can come back and be like, yeah, I graduated, son. Yeah. And then you'll write your own book. So. Yeah, exactly. And be like, hey, this is written yeah. by a graduate. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's what the book is about is like how to get a degree without actually trying. Okay. <laughs> that's why he titled it so fucking complex. Yeah, he, only the people that know, know. And like he, uh, I'm sure the book is like so expensive. Like you have to be really pretentious to want to be like, oh, I know what he's talking about. Yeah. And yeah. Want to pay 500 blank pages with one page saying, fake your death, get right. a degree. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I dropped. <laughs> I mean, if he didn't write it, we will. Yes. <laughs> That'll be our book. Yeah. And somebody will have this giant book. <laughs> when they open it up, it's just a bunch of blank pages. It'll be on page one 420. Page. Yeah, <laughs> on 420. <laughs> How funny would that be? The high history book. Yeah. <laughs> it's just us like all doing the yeah. We're all looking up at the side. I could very easily publish that book next week. <laughs> <laughs> More high mystery products coming at you all yeah, the time. Right? <laughs> You've been searching in the woods with the high mystery crew for signs of Rob. Where and, am I? And or Bigfoot. Kumbaya, my lord. Rob, Rob. Kumbaya. I'm here. Rob is crying, lord. <laughs> Kumbaya. No, I'm not. Listen <laughs> <laughs> to him crying, lord. <laughs> Uh, eerie fog rolls in and you find yourself apart from the group. Oh, no. As you stumble around the forest, you trip on something. Oh, dang. Is that a body? Oh, wait. No. No, it's just clothes. Is it the Spice Girls tour bus? <laughs> no, it's they're just clothes. The clothes are folded up so neatly. <gasps> it looks like what Rob was wearing. Oh, oh no. no. Some marathon t-shirt or something. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sure he'll pop up in 14 months. Yeah, you call out for <laughs> Rob. You call out to the gang, silence. Bright balls of light appear from the fog, forest, and start spinning around you. And then, ah! thank you for listening to High Mystery no. Podcast. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Let's strap in because this is going to be a ride for the history books, gang. We don't know what's going to happen in no 10 days. No one knows. <laughs> it will be a show nonetheless. Season three, we got all kinds of fun stuff coming at you. Yay, stuff that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> for High Mystery, the podcast, I'm Tristan. I'm Robert. I'm Colin. Thanks for listening. Bye. Season three. Season three. New episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash highmystery for exclusive episodes every Friday. Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at highmystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.